Hello, hello. Happy week. Uh, for me, it's the first day of February, which is a really exciting time um, because my birthday is right around the corner. But um, it's been just so cold up here. Um, I'm in Philadelphia, which um, I've only lived in for like a year and a half, but it is just snowing all the time and I'm just not really prepared for that as I'm from the South originally from North Carolina specifically. Um, and so like shoveling my snow out of car or my snow out of car, my car out of snow and the salt on the ground, messing up my dog's paws and all of the things I'm just getting used to of the North. Um, but Anyway, it's been very cold up here. I've been bundling up constantly, um, but that doesn't really matter. That's the weather update. Um, life update, currently my peaches and pits of the week. Um, my peach last week was getting to have Friday off and go skiing. Um, me and my husband went to visit some friends, kind of like acquaintances in um, New Hampshire because they have like a mountain lodge where we can like ski and um, it was literally negative 11, but it it was a peach because it was just really fun to be up there for the weekend and to have the day off and to do something active. But I think in the same breath, my peach or my pit was the temperature. I'm such a wimp when it comes to that stuff. I literally just sit in the lodge when the wind picked up because I was like, I'm sorry, it's just way too cold for this. But then also my pit is that we lost our friends ski passes that we were staying with um long story short they have like this epic pass is what it's called so you get a ski pass to all the resorts that are nearby for like the whole season and um they were like oh like we're not gonna go skiing today do you guys want to borrow our epic passes and we were like yeah sure um are you sure and they were like yeah yeah of course it's not a big deal Turns out it was a big deal. I got stopped on the way up to the lift. We'd been up and down probably like six different times and nobody stopped me. And then they were like, are you a 45-year-old woman? And I was like, no. And they confiscated the passes and I just immediately felt awful. And me and Jeff were just like so convicted we felt so bad because these people were nice enough to lend us their passes and then we didn't know it was wrong or like a big deal and then they got taken. So we felt literally awful for like three days and thank God it was kind of like a punchline um, throughout the weekend but still the salt in the wound is pretty um, fresh. So not the best but... That was the peaches and pits from the week. Um, this week is a little bit crazy with work and everything vamping up, but like my full-time career, um, 
But I did just want to kind of share something that's been going on in my mind and my heart. Um, that's been kind of weighing a little bit heavy on me. Excuse me. Um, and that is the topic of the future. Yes, everybody's favorite topic. So specifically what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so just some light work. But, you know, typically I like to have an idea of my future, as does everybody else, because it gives us this false sense of security. But I think it's also like helpful to be reaching for something and aiming for something um, like a goal something tangible too. Um, so to be able to really level set, I want to give kind of a rundown of my background because it really has to do with my professional goals, my career goals. Um, and I'm turning 25 in two weeks. So I think it's also a quarter life crisis. Great, so let's get into it. My quarter life crisis is sponsored by my career goals. Um, so I currently work in fashion. Um, did I ever think I was going to work in fashion? No, but it all just kind of happened. And I mean, I'm super grateful for it. I love my job. I love what I do. Um, I am an assistant buyer at Free People, aka why I'm up in Philadelphia. Um, and it all kind of started by my school. So I went to um, a university by the beach, who's called UNCW. Um, And, you know, when you go to school at a beach, sometimes you get hurricanes. So we had a hurricane come in my senior year and basically shut the school down for a month. And we all had to evacuate the city. And so because of that, we got invited to a career fair at NC State, which has a great fashion program. And I studied business in college, so um, I was kind of open to whatever, but we went to um, the NC State Career Fair and I was able to talk to some of the fashion representatives, specifically at a company called Belk, which is a department store. Um, And so kind of funny, the day before I went there, they denied me for a couple different positions that I applied for and so I didn't want to go up to them because I was embarrassed and also my pride kind of took a hit because they just denied me within like 24 hours and um but I was like you know what just suck it up just do it and um I went up to the representative I was just talking to her I had like an Etsy shop in college where I sold coffee cups and so I was telling her about it and I was like, yeah, like I'm studying marketing. Do you have any marketing jobs? Blah, blah, blah. And she was kind of like, no, but you sound like you'd be great for buying. And I was like, what? What even is buying? So anyhow, she was like, no, you should really apply to um, this job, which was a retail development program. Um and I was like okay sure but it was on the buying track which is also merchandising um which I like knew nothing about and so I applied to it I used her as a reference I followed up a million times and finally got an interview um and long story short did get the job so basically I was on a fast track program to become an assistant buyer 
which um, I ended up getting in accessories. So it was creative because there wasn't a design team attached to accessories. So you got to design the own brand product and then um, you'd pick up the market brand stuff from vendors specifically. Um, So you got to do both, but other areas in the company with buying um, didn't have that design capability or experience, which was really important to me because I'm creative, but I didn't know it was important to me. It just kind of happened. And so I worked there for, from the time I graduated in June, 2019 to July, no, October, 2020. Um, And in that I was furloughed during COVID. So that was um, tough. Even though, fun fact, I got paid more when I was on unemployment than when I worked there. So, um, if that tells you anything. But it was, you know, a really important experience because um, I learned a lot about what I do and what I don't want in a company environment. And um, so it was just really helpful and also just gaining that experience, even though I was really upset while I was working there just because the transition from college to real life is just hard no matter what um when you're hanging out with all of your friends in like a carefree somewhat environment depending on the school you go to but at UNCW it really was because you're by the beach and like everybody's really chill about everything um to like hardcore working world um you know the grind the corporate machine, all of that. It's just, it's just a transition. And so I went from living with my friends to living with a family who let me live there for free, which was literally the biggest blessing in the whole world because I got to save so much money and they were just amazing people. But, um, it was hard to jump into a family environment after living with your best friends for forever um it was just so different but it was like I'm so grateful for it but I think that also contributed to it just feeling like such a weird time but anyway I got married in 2020 so there was just a lot going on as you can imagine but just talking about my career um once I got brought back from furlough I was just looking for other positions um because I just, like, wasn't the happiest um, at my job. Everybody had kind of gotten let go that I was friends with, so I didn't really have anybody to stick around for. Um, And so that's when I applied to a job at Free People. And I had applied to multiple jobs at URBN before, which URBN is the parent company of Free People Anthropology Urban Outfitters, newly terrain beholden um and I had never gotten anything past a video interview and so I wasn't like super hopeful or anything kind of like been there done that and nothing ever really happened but then I was scrolling TikTok because everybody in the world got on TikTok during quarantine and um there was a video that I came across that was about 
interviewing and everybody in the comment section was like, oh yeah, I work at URBN and this is so true. Oh yeah, I work at Google and this is so true, blah, blah, blah. And so I tracked down the girl that says she worked at URBN and I asked her if I could do an inter- informational interview with her because there weren't any open positions at the time. But then one one did pop up. She put in a good word for me and referred me. And um, so I got an interview and I ended up doing 12 interviews before I was offered the job. And I was offered another job in um, buying and accessories because like I said before, it's hard to get people with product development experience. And because most buying positions have design teams, so you don't need to be super creative, but you did here. So long story short, I've been at Free People as an assistant buyer in accessories for almost a year and a half. Um, So in June, it will be like three years that I'll have been in buying in general, Um, which is crazy because I still feel like a child, but I am turning 25, so I'm clearly not. Um, but you know, I think having that kind of mile marker of, okay, I've, I'll be at Free People for two years in October. Um, like, you know, what do I, what do I want to do? What do I want to do with fashion? Cause where I come from in North Carolina, that sounds so weird, like where I come from, but there really aren't jobs near like with fashion other than like Belk, which is what I came from that was in Charlotte, um, that I would like want to do. Free People was kind of always the top for me. That was like, if I had to work this hard, because I mean, buying is hard work and I think people don't really realize how many hours and time go into it. But I was like, if I'm buying anywhere, I want it to be somewhere I love. And to me, that free people was like the pinnacle of that and it is and I do love it but I think everybody that's been in buying before knows that you really can't do it forever it's kind of like um similar to accounting I guess and that it's kind of like burn and churn with like the big four guys you know um where it's just like, it's just a lot of hard work. And sometimes people sacrifice lifestyle or family dynamics and this and that for the job. Um, and so that's just kind of the crossroads that I'm at is like, is this um, what I want forever? Because I just don't know. But I also know that I don't need to decide that tomorrow. But I say all that to say, I tend to worry about things that haven't even happened yet before they happen. I have absolutely no reason to worry. Everything's going right. All the pieces are in place. Um, I love my boss. I love my environment. I love the people I work with. I love what I do. But I think I put this pressure on myself to do more. And I... I don't know what more is, really. Um, I think it's like 
really easy in this day and age to compare ourselves to just everybody on the internet, especially on TikTok, and like, oh, I should be making more money so that I can have like that cool couch that everybody has or like that cool apartment or a beautiful house and like blah, blah, blah. But of course, you never know what's actually going on behind closed doors, but it's so hard to not subconsciously go there and think about all the things that you're not doing and all the things that you could do differently and how their life is so much better and blah, blah, blah. And just comparing yourself to this like unattainable, unrealistic goal that doesn't exist, but it's what's being pumped out in your algorithm. And so like for me, when I'm not rooted spiritually, which I am a Christian. So to me, that's a spiritual discipline of praying actively, of doing a regular devotional and listening to podcasts that are uplifting and helping me spiritually, then I tend to get derailed in my worrying, in my anxiousness of feeling like I'm not doing enough in that, this, that, and the other. And this past, like, I would say two weeks, my mind has just been absolutely, like, tail spinning into what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Like, I can't do, you know, this job for forever, but, like, what would I do after this? I literally have no idea. And just, like, going in circles and circles and just trying to dig my way out of this hole by thinking about all the things that I could do instead. And I'm like, well, that doesn't feel fulfilling and that doesn't feel fulfilling. And would this be better? I don't know. And, you know, just like absolutely racking my brain and putting all of this pressure on myself to plan out my next five to 10 years. And I've been asking everybody to pray for me, but I haven't prayed for myself. And most importantly, I think I've been asking everybody for their opinions because I want somebody to tell me what to do. And there's just not an answer. Um, Everybody charts their own path. Like you can literally, and I think that's why your 20s are just so hard is because you can literally do whatever you want. You can make whatever decision you want to. You have to live with the consequences, good or bad, but there is no right way. There is no straight path, especially in 2022. Like career-wise, it's not just a vertical path anymore. You can make your own path and figure it out for yourself. And I think for our type A people out there like me, that freedom is almost harder because there's not a cut and dry solution and so the pressure to create your own path and create your own way can sometimes be paralyzing because you don't want to make the wrong mistake and you don't want something that could implicate you for the rest of your life and you know change everything in a bad way or whatever And I think that's the pessimist worrier in me versus the optimist and the glass half full version when I'm at my healthiest is like, but the opportunity and who cares if you fall on your butt when you try something or like who cares if you make a mistake? 
you don't have anything tying you down. You can make mistakes. It's okay. It's just life and not taking it so dang seriously. But this past week, that is not what I was doing. I was absolutely tailspinning about the direction of my life and what I wanted to do and putting all this pressure on myself to figure it out tomorrow. And um, I ended up reaching out to kind of somebody that I like idolized and mentor or idolized for a long time about. She's just like an amazing businesswoman, still is, but I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to be like her when I grow up and da-da-da. And so I reached out to her in one of my episodes and I was like, oh my gosh, could you like mentor me? I would love to talk to you. Once again, hoping that somebody would give me the right answer of what I'm supposed to do. And I talked to her last night and it was an awesome conversation to just level set and have somebody, you know, just kind of bounce ideas off of. But I think she gave great advice because she was like, if you give all your hopes and your dreams to the Lord and you really just let them go and you pray about it, then you know that and not rush into it, then you know that whatever's going to happen is in his will and is what he has for you. And then there's no pressure. And I was just like convicted because I was like, I haven't done that. I have been trying to figure it out on my own, which is a tale as old as time. And like trying to dig myself out of this hole and be my own savior. And I haven't surrendered any of it. And she was kind of like, it might not be fashion. It might be something totally different. It might be web design. It might be this, that, or the other thing. But like, you know, pray about it. And I did last night and was just like, you know, I give you everything. All of my thoughts, all of my patterns, everything that I'm holding really tightly and trying to figure out, I surrender it. And just set me free and lead me where you want me to go. And so I'm really trying to not pick those dreams up again and make a way where there seems like there is no way. And um, this morning, I have the devotional New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. And um, so for February 1st, I'm flipping to the page. It was like the first little quote on the top was super convicting for me. It says, sure, you'll face difficulty. God is prying open your fingers so you'll let go of your dreams, rest in his comforts, and take up his call. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. That's what I'm supposed to do. But I think as I'm working through it and just living open-handed is so much easier said than done. Because my current present is truly such a gift and something I used to pray for and idolize. And I think I'm chasing security that's just not promised in robbing myself of all the gifts in the present because I'm trying to align my future perfectly and that's just not possible. And wrestling with the convicted thought of, I don't want something that I want. I want something that the Lord wants for me, no matter what that is. 
whether that's staying in Philadelphia for the rest of my life, whether that's doing something brand new, no matter what it is. But right now I know that I'm supposed to be here and fully here and not robbing myself of that gift because I used to yearn for this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's my preaching on what's going on in my career world and just aligning spiritually and relationally too because um, this is my first or second year in marriage now, which is kind of crazy. And I can be very obsessive. And right now I've been like obsessed about career and all of that. And, you know, I, it's also just such a formative time for Jeff and I's relationship and not wanting to take away from that because I'm just so obsessed with what I'm doing because I think somehow that'll prove my value to myself and to other people and that's also something that I'm wrestling with is not caring about that but that's a podcast for another day so all that to say that's an update on my quarter life crisis as of this week and all that's going on in my mind and in my heart and of course I'll keep everybody updated but I think these feelings are just really normal to have. I think everybody thinks somebody else has it together, figured out the secret sauce, but the truth of the fa- matter is, the truth of the fact, the truth of the matter is, no one knows what we're doing, and guess what? There's no right way to do anything, and I'm sure everybody thinks somebody else has it figured out, but just step in to what the Lord's trying to tell you and listen instead of drowning it out with your own thoughts and with your own dreams but just like put them down at his feet and just listen and be open to receiving whatever he has for you and once you're in his well there's really nothing else to worry about everything will work out for your good so i'm leaving you with that have an amazing week and we will talk again soon